Hello and welcome to EQ Above IQ Parenting with Emotional Intelligence and Healing the Inner Child. My name is Trina Casey and I'm your host. Thank you for joining me today. It's been a week since I spoke to you last and a lot has happened. I want to thank all of the people who are listening and I appreciate your listenership so much. It keeps me motivated, keeps me going. Please, please, please make sure you share EQ Above IQ with your friends and family so that we can spread this message of emotional intelligence and the five principles to the world. I'm not the only one speaking about this. I'm not the first, but you know, I have my own special sauce that I put on it because I am me. I am Trina Casey, the individual that is different than anybody else. The person that does not need to be compared or compare herself to anybody else and the person who is not perfect, the person who is on a spiral of growth every single day. And I am using these principles every day to become a better parent, a better friend, a better family member, while holding healthy boundaries with people who don't want to share my journey and joy. And this is what this episode is about, holding boundaries. One of the most important things that a a person can do is hold boundaries, self-care. It is a huge part. And if you didn't listen to the episode the week before last on self-care, please go back and listen to that. I talked about things that we can do in order to really embrace and schedule in our self-care. Sometimes a little bit harder. Transitions make it a little bit harder. Changes get a little bit harder, but it is vital that we value and make sure self-care is a part of our daily lives. So boundaries. One of the things that is so important to model and to teach your children is how to hold boundaries. I know that we have gone through different type of boomers and X whatever, you know, generations. (laughs) I don't even know when, which generation I'm in, Gen Z, Gen X, millennials. But, you know, those are just labels for actually what I see. (laughs) Parenting (laughs) follow-ups. We went through so many phases of learning and tripping over ourselves and trying to improve upon what was done before with us. And some of us excel at that. Some of us trip, but nobody gets this parenting gig perfect. So if you are listening to this podcast, I know that you are one of the people who actually value A, yourself, and B, your relationship with your children. Because the title is Parenting with Emotional Intelligence and Healing Your Inner Child. One of the most important things that I want you to take away from my podcast is that you can do both at the same time. And I can definitely guide you through that with coaching, with this podcast, with things. But if you really want to dig down deep, you need to go to thisreallifebooks.com and click the link in bio for some coaching. I can walk you through that path. And also, if you're just like digging this podcast, and you're coming in and you're listening regularly, just please support, go to thisreallifebooks.com, click on the podcast link and just, you know, show support. You can, you know, contribute as much as you want or as little as you want. 
And it just shows me that you value what I'm doing. I mean, if you're coming back regularly and you're listening, you must value what I'm doing. And I'm very forever grateful. And that is the last pitch for the dough. I really don't do this for the money. I just know that every little bit helps as long as to keep me going, you know, because editing is not in my wheelhouse and I pay somebody to do a very good job at editing these podcasts. And I am a creative. I love designing things, but my wheelhouse is writing and speaking and coaching and doing those things that I feel that I have my gifts in. And if you ever spoke to somebody who I have sat down with and and coached and talked to, you will get the same response and that I really do care. I really do. And this purpose that I am following to shift the, the minds and the spirits and the hearts of people through my writing of children's books and everything else is really, I feel like could be really impactful if it's shared with the right people and I have dreams. So back to the boundaries. The reason why I'm talking about boundaries is because we are at a place in society and culture where social media has given some the opportunity to voice their opinion in the nastiest and rudest way. We had just a president, you know, leave office who knew nothing about boundaries. And it's reflected in culture and society right now. And did you grow up with boundaries or without boundaries? And some people, you know, like back to the different generations, the boomers, all they really wanted everybody to win, which is admirable, but not everybody wins. I believe in win-win situations as much as possible. But when you go into competition and like sports and stuff, there's always a winner and there's always a loser. But how you win and how you lose really make a difference. I know that my child struggled with losing for a while. He has this perfectionist streak in him. And perfectionism is something that is unfortunately bred into us because of how difficult it is to be able to express our fears, our our doubts, and our mistakes. You know, social media has become a platform in order for those who truly are not happy with themselves can go and vent onto or to complete strangers. And I've had, I, of course, I'm in the public. And so I do get a few trolls from time to time, contact my page. And even though I would consider nothing on my page at Instagram, thisreallifebooks.com is underscore between each word at thisreallifebooks. And I don't think there's anything in my page too controversial. I'm not afraid to be controversial, but you get a few trolls from time to time who want to jump into your DMs and say nasty things. And in my case, it's usually racist, nasty things, sexist, nasty things. And, you know, I just so calmly and and uncaringly just... Uh, 
walking. You know, there's no reason to get riled up. And that's one of the things about learning how to hold your boundaries. You know, we, we have nothing to prove to people. We have something to prove to ourselves. And every morning we wake up to ourselves and every night we go to sleep with ourselves. If you're not waking up and looking in the mirror and liking what you see, and I'm not talking about your aesthetic, I'm talking about that aura around you, that energy around you and not feeling good about yourself. Well, we need to have a discussion. For me, one of the boundaries that I have a challenge holding is is with media with my child. I think I've talked about this a million times on the podcast in the first season, especially because it was really, really a struggle for me. But because of COVID in particular, all of us parents have had to have made certain concessions. Are you going to beat yourself up about it? Absolutely no. Are you going to be aware that it's probably affecting your kid in a not the healthiest way? Yes, you should be. For me, this media obsession, it, it cuts into my relationship in a way. I try to stay engaged as much as possible, but I've, I've said this before. I tell my son, that's not really that interesting for me. I understand you enjoy it and that's fine. You can enjoy it. But, you know, this whole new generation coming up has a very interesting sense of humor. Like I've sat and watched a few of these YouTube videos with him and I just don't get it. What about you? <laughs> I just don't get what's so funny. But they think it's hilarious. So how many generations is this going to continue happening? Probably forever, because I know there were things that your parents didn't get about you. And all the way back to your ancestors, and like people used to think rock and roll was evil. So my point is this, that our, our culture and our society is always evolving. Let's evolve it in a healthy way. So with boundaries with your kids, you need to still hold them. Don't feel tempted at this time to just throw your hands up in the air and say, do what you want to do. That is also a recipe for disaster because that can lead into a sort of neglect. Neglect is a sort of abuse. Let your kids do whatever they want. But I always find like just offering alternatives is a great way. And also it's the wording we use around these things. So there is a way to create boundaries with your kids around media and television that is not as painful as we can make it. I personally love the timer method where every 30 minutes I ask for a break, 30 minutes off and, you know, 30 minutes on. You can do that. And during COVID, this is a method that I use quite a bit. And I found it to be effective 98% of the time. And one of the things that I notice with it is that my child will get off of media so agitated. Anybody else feel that? I know that I do. I know there's a sense of agitation in my body because your brain is getting sent all these messages nonstop. And it's like, it's like a drug and the high, that dopamine level, the high of learning about that new video game or learning about watching that video of your favorite cartoon character or I'm, you know, I'm going to just be honest with you about something. I don't get YouTube 
and video gaming YouTube channels, especially those who are ran by grown men. Just don't get it. And I know that it's fun. I know it's, I don't know, I don't know if it's a guy thing. I see girls doing it as well. So I don't want to be sexist about it. But is it really that profitable? Is that what's going on? Uh, people are making tons of sponsorship money? I, uh, or are we extremely bored and we just can't be creative enough? I mean, is YouTube a creative platform? A lot of people would say yes. So like I said, I have this mixed emotions about YouTube. I love the educational stuff there. Oh man, it saved me a million times with homeschooling. So I'm not going to knock all of it. So thank you, education content creators. You are doing great things. But this boundary with media really has to happen. And I wish more and more parents took it seriously. I know that the TV is in, in the computer are real babysitters nowadays and, and you deserve a break. So yeah, make sure you're doing it in a healthy and self-aware and regulated way. So that's my little bit about boundaries around media. Everybody has a different way. Everybody has a different belief system around it. I'm just, you know, sharing mine. I, I personally sometimes wish poof, it was gone, but what can I do? I, I try to connect with my son as much as possible on an emotional and even spiritual level. I've been practicing Buddhism for several years now, and he he has come into the habit from time to time jumping in and chanting with me. It's been a very long time since I've been practicing Nichiren Buddhism. So um, it kind of, kind of exciting. You know, everybody has a, some, you need some form of faith to whether it's faith in nature, whether it's faith in the universe, whether it's faith in your your God or whatever, that can bring you peace. And and I believe that that vibration that you send out into the universe through your chanting, through your voice, through your prayers, through the method that brings you the most peace is very impactful. It, it has manifestation qualities. So and anyway, so my wish to all of you is very simple. Make sure that you are a creating boundaries with your children, but also creating boundaries with yourself. I find myself wanting to poo-poo a lot of those the things that he's finding interesting. And I catch myself, you know, with the eye roll and like, oh God, you know, really... Parents, please try to hold that. It's hard to do sometimes. And if you do do it, what do you do? You go back and apologize and you go back and say, yeah, that wasn't cool. I know that you're really just trying to share something with me and connect with me because all that calling for your attention on things that you know that are not, even they know that are not that great or interesting to you is their way to connect with you. And as they get older and older, that will probably become a little bit more mature. I have a 10 year old, so that will probably mean more and more mature as the years go by. But the most beautiful thing and the most important thing is that we recognize that they're still coming to us with the most ridiculous and craziest things that we don't quite get as adults. 
anymore. But remember, your inner child did the same thing. Your inner child asked for the adult parent in their lives to give them connection and attention. And that sometimes is not always going to be on your terms. It's going to be on the terms of the kid. And no matter how many times they repeat that story, you have to listen, you know. Now, you can create a boundary and give them some awareness around themselves because at the same time, if you don't hold those boundaries around, you know, your space and your self-care and just say, hey, okay, you've told me this story and I'm in the middle of this, you don't teach them how to wait. Teaching them how to wait and be patient is a very, very vital tool. I hear what you're saying. I know you want my attention, but I need this or that, or I need 20 minutes to finish what I'm doing. You understand? So hold your boundaries with your space and your time. At that same time, try not to make them feel bad about wanting to share space and time with you. Not always easy, but I know that you guys can do it. If I can do it, you can do it for sure. I didn't grow up with that. I I was in my room by myself doing my own thing because that connection got broken. But when it was around something that my parent wanted to do, it was there. But it was never around when I was interested in something and wanted to share. So if it was in the same vein as what they enjoyed, it's fine. But sometimes we have to pretend. (laughs) Pretend to be interested. And I know I I say, you know, be authentic. But it is a way of being authentic with them. You give them a little bit of time. And then you say, okay, that's enough of that. Sorry. And they'll be okay because you did give them a little bit of time. So I hope you got some value out of this episode and you are interested in the five principles, self-regulation, self-awareness, number one, self-regulation, motivation, what's motivating you, what's motivating you, compassion and social skills, also community quoting, which is the same type of things. How are you interacting with the world around you? There's some really interesting things happening I wanted to touch on one topic that is being brought to the forefront and I'm excited about it is critical race theory. And I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but I had somebody kind of like poo poo on it and tell me it was ridiculous that, you know, everything that these structures were built around race. Well, I'm going to disagree. And if we all hold ourselves a little bit accountable to the history of this world and this society and ourselves, we can really understand why critical race theory is so vital to shift our reality. The paradigm that is currently in place has been very unhealthy, toxic, and basically a lie on many, many levels. So let's correct history. Let's hold boundaries. Let's self-regulate when we have these discussions. Yes, we need to self-regulate. Because if we do not, we'll never be heard and we won't hear others. 
And I think that one of the biggest points about this way of teaching and education is that we teach people the truth, you know, not the cookie cutter version of history that keeps one person up and the other person down. Let's try to find ways to come together as a culture, society, everything, as genders, everything. And I believe it can happen. I believe it can happen, but it's only going to happen once we start taking accountability for what really happened and a lot of the propaganda that's been taught throughout schools. And I applaud all schools that are embracing critical race theory because you know what? You're on the path of real positive change. And yeah, that's all that's happening with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and and I hope you have a blessed day.